Chapter 34 of History of Philosophy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. History of Philosophy by William Turner. Scholastic Philosophy, Chapters 34 and 35. The Eclectics and the Mystic School. Chapter 34 Eclectics. Although John of Salisbury is perhaps the only professedly eclectic philosopher of this period, the eclectic tendency is apparent in Peter the Lombard, Alanus of Lille, Gerard of Cremona, and others. John of Salisbury Life John of Salisbury, after completing his preliminary studies in England, went to Paris about 1136, where he had for teachers many of the most renowned masters of the schools, Abelard, William of Conches, Theodoric of Chartres, Walter of Mortaigne, and Gilbert de la Porie. He lived on terms of friendship with St. Thomas Becket, Henry II of England, and Pope Adrian IV. In 1176 he became Bishop of Chartres and died there in 1182. Sources in addition to his letters, which shed so much light on the history of his times, John of Salisbury wrote a large number of philosophical works, of which the most important are the Polycraticus and the Metalogicus. These are published by Migne, Pater Lat, Volume 199. Doctrines John contributed very little to the philosophical discussions, which occupied to such an extent the minds of his contemporaries. He was a historian, a humanist, and a critic, rather than a dialection. Indirectly, however, he rendered valuable service to the cause of philosophy by his advocacy of culture and by his denunciations of obscurantism, which was represented in those days by the Cornificians pseudonym, a sect which flourished about the middle of the twelfth century. But while advocating culture and studying the opinions of his contemporaries, he recognized the danger of dialectic run-riot, and strove in his eclectic synthesis to give philosophy a more practical turn. He devoted some attention to the study of psychology, being influenced, apparently, by the physiological method of William of Conches. It must not be forgotten that John of Salisbury is the first medieval historian of philosophy. To him we owe much of what is known about the great controversy of his century concerning the problem of universals. Peter the Lombard Life Peter the Lombard, surnamed Magister Sententiarum, was born at Novara in Lombardy about the beginning of the twelfth century. He studied first at Bologna and afterwards at Paris. At Paris he taught theology for many years and was promoted to the bishopric of that city. He died about the year 1160. Sources Peter's Four Book of Sentences is a collection of the opinions of the Fathers on question of Catholic dogma. It is modeled apparently on previous compilations. It became and for several centuries remained the textbook of the schools, and was made the subject of commentaries innumerable. 
around the exposition and defense of dogma contained in these commentaries there grew up problems of metaphysics and psychology so that in the thirteenth century the books of sentences was at the core of scholastic literature the work is published by minnie patrlat volume one hundred ninety two doctrines peter the lombard was primarily a theologian in matters of philosophical discussion he strove to maintain a neutral attitude his orthodoxy was attacked though unsuccessfully by walter of st victor representative of the mystic school another writer of sentences was cardinal robert Pallein, or Pulain. he was a distinguished teacher and was connected both with the theological schools of paris and with those of oxford the date of his death is eleven fifty four his work is entitled sententiarum libri octo alanus of lille ab insulis life alanus was born about eleven twenty eight at lille in flanders it is probable that towards the middle of the twelfth century he taught at paris he died at citeaux in twelve o two or twelve o three sources the most important of alanus works are the ars catholica fidei tractatus contra hereticos theologicae regulae de planctu naturae and anticlodianus these are published by minyi paterlat volume two hundred ten the edition however is uncritical and includes several treatises the authorship of which is doubtful the classic work on alanus is baumgartner's de philosophie des alanus de insulis munster eighteen ninety six doctrines it is incorrect to represent alanus as a mystic he exhibits it is true some of the characteristics of the mystic style poetic imagery allegorical diction etc nevertheless he attaches independent value to speculative thought and while he holds that reason cannot comprehend the mysteries of faith he maintains that authority needs the aid of reason quia auctoritas cereum habet nasum idest in diversum potest flectisensum rationibus roborandum est instead however of presenting an original synthesis of philosophical doctrine he merely collects and tries to reconcile the doctrines of his contemporaries it is possible that this eclectic spirit of his teaching was the occasion of the surname doctor universalis by which he was known this eclectism appears in his psychology which is a somewhat bewildering syncretism of pythagorean augustinian and aristotelian doctrines having defined matter as chaotic space and form as the sum of properties he cannot admit the aristotelian doctrine of the union of soul and body the soul and the body are independent substances united by means of a spiritus physicus the relations of body and soul are regulated by number in his cosmology which is dominated by the idea of number as constitutive of order alanus maintained that intermediate between god and creatures is a kind of world soul the servant of god de auctoris vicaria historical position 
Alanus of Lille, Peter of the Lombard, and the other writers of this group exhibit a tendency to escape from the dialectical discussions of the schools by taking refuge either in the eclectic position that all systems are partially true or in the mystic position that all purely rational systems are essentially inadequate the tendency towards mysticism appears more plainly in the writings of the philosophers belonging to the next group chapter thirty five the mystic school mysticism may mean a tendency of the mind towards the supernatural or it may mean a science growing out of such a tendency a body of doctrine having for its object to determine the mode or manner in which the soul of man is directly united with god in contemplation and love mysticism as a tendency was a characteristic of neoplatonism it reappeared in the philosophy of the gnostics and in that of eregina in fact wherever philosophy tended towards pantheism it tended towards mysticism thus we find the mystic spirit in the pantheistic systems with which the history of the philosophy of the twelfth century closes mysticism as a science does not appear in systemized form until the first part of the twelfth century although the principles of orthodox mysticism are contained in the ascetic and exegetical treatises of the fathers when as we have seen william of champaul left paris eleven o eight he retired to the abbey of st victor and there continued to teach it was out of this teaching that the mystic movement grew which during the remainder of the century flourished at that abbey and with which are associated the victorines hugh walter and richard the condemnation of abelard and the suspicion of heterodoxy incurred by gilbert strengthened the cause of the mystics who from the outset were opposed to dialectic saint bernard of clairvaux dr Melifluus, ten ninety one to eleven fifty three although he belonged to no school of philosophy lent all the weight of his authority to the cause of mysticism he was himself an exponent of the principles of mystic theology teaching that profane science is not to be studied except in so far as it may contribute to the cultivation of the spiritual life the end and aim of life should be to attain by means of the twelve stages or degrees of humility a contemplative love of god hugh of st victor life Hugh of St. Victor was born at Hartingham in Saxony. From 1125 until his death in 1141, he taught at the Abbey of St. Victor. He is regarded as the founder of the Victorine school. Sources The mystical works of Hugh include De Arca Noe Morali, De Arca Noe Mystica, De Vanitate Mundi, De Arca Animae, De Amore Sponsi ad Sponsam these are published by minnie pater lot volumes one hundred seventy five to one hundred seventy eight a special work dealing with the philosophy of the victorines is minions originalis de la scholastica etc paris eighteen ninety five doctrines hugh taught that the contemplation of invisible essences and causes is the true complement of philosophy 
sapientes huius mundi propterea stultifacti sunt, quia soli naturali documento incedentes, exemplaria gratiae non habuerunt. Reason cannot penetrate to the truth of the natural order unless aided by God. Ratio per se non sufficit, nisi adeo ajura fuerit. All knowledge is but the preliminary to the mystic life which leads to God. In this mystic life we must distinguish the preparative stage in which the soul engages in soliloquy, etc., thought, cogitatio, by which the soul seeks God in the material world, meditation, meditatio, by which the soul seeks God in the interior of the soul itself, and contemplation, contemplatio, by which the soul is united immediately with God, in supernatural intuition. Richard of St. Victor, who succeeded Hugh as prior of St. Victor, taught from 1162 to 1173. Under his influence, the mystic movement took up a position of more determined hostility to secular learning. The knowledge, Richard declared, of which profane philosophy boasts, is nothing but error and vanity. Suspecta est mihi omnis veritas quom non confirmat scripturae auctoritas. He observes with pleasure, multiqui prius fabricabant in officina Aristotelis, discunt cudere in officina Salvatoris. It was, however, Walter of St. Victor, successor of Richard, who carried the mystic disapproval of secular learning to the extent of characterizing dialectic as the devil's art. He wrote a work entitled In Quator Labyrinthus Franciae, in which Abelard, Peter of Lombardy, Peter of Poitiers, and Gilbert de la Porie, the four labyrinths, were denounced as heretics because they had treated with scholastic levity the mysteries of the Trinity and the Incarnation. To the same school belonged Arcard and Godfrey of St. Victor. Historical Position The mystic school is justly considered to be a reaction against the rationalism of Berengar, Rosaline, and Abelard. The Victorines were at first willing to assign to human reason its legitimate scope in philosophy and theology. Later, however, they made common cause with the Cornificans, and opposed all profane learning, thus running counter to the scholastic movement. Among those whom they condemned for using dialectical reasoning was Peter of Lombardy, the intellectual precursor of the greatest of the schoolmen of the golden age of scholasticism. Mysticism has, nevertheless, a recognized place in the history of the scholastic movement. It represents an important phase of the neo-Latin civilization of which scholasticism is a product. To the credo ot intelligam, and the intelligo ut credam, the mystics added a third principle, amo ut intelligam, a principle which should not be neglected in a complete synthesis of the spiritual and emotional elements of human life, especially if human life be viewed, as it was viewed in the Middle Ages, in relation to the other world as well as to this. Mysticism was necessarily imaginative rather than rational, the Neoplatonic concept of the world harmonized the elements of mysticism better than the Aristotelian concept could have done, 
it is these elements imaginativeness and neoplatonism that determined the tendency of mysticism towards pantheism End of chapter 35